et duxit illos in montem excelsum seorsum. And he led them up into a high mountain apart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he led them up into a high mountain apart. Today's Mass, from beginning to end, is marked by an upward movement. The Holy Gospel begins precisely with this upward movement. Jesus taketh up Peter and James and John his brother and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart. Now this upward movement of the Mass was already set in motion in the intro. It's quite remarkable that the verse of the introit from Psalm 24 is also the beginning of the introit of the first Sunday of Advent. Ad te domine levavi anima meam to thee, O Lord, have I lifted up my soul, or as Monsignor Knox so wonderfully translates it, all my heart goes out to thee, O Lord. To thee, O Lord, have I lifted up my soul. This was the movement given at the very beginning of this liturgical year on the first Sunday of Advent. And the same verse is given us in today's introit as we make our way outward and upward into the glory of Holy Pascha. Looking at the gradual of the Mass, the very fact that today's gradual, also from Psalm 24, so we have Psalm 24 in the introit, we have Psalm 24 again in the gradual. Psalm 24 is today's psalm. And what do we have in the gradual? Oh, it's a plaintive cry from the very depths of distress. The troubles of my heart are multiplied. Or the tribulations of my heart are increasing. Deliver me from my necessities, O Lord. See my abjection. See that I am cast down very low. Vide humilitatem meam. And see my labor. Labor here meaning, see my struggle. I'm trying to emerge. Vide laborem meum. Et dimite and put away all my sins. 
the psalmist prays with these words because his sins are a weight pressing him down. He needs to be delivered from the oppressive weight of his sins if he is to rise out of his distress. And so, in the gradual, we have again an upward movement. The gradual must be sung and heard in relation to that striking phrase in today's collect. You were, I'm sure, attentive to that first line of the collect. Deus qui conspecies omninos virtute destitui. O God who seest that we are utterly destitute of any power of our own. The Missal translation has, who seest that we have no power whatever from ourselves. But I like to keep the sense of that destitui. O God, who seest that we are utterly destitute of any power coming from ourselves. And so this opening line of the collect must be related to the prayer of the psalmist in the gradual. The troubles of my heart are multiplied. Deliver me from my necessities, O Lord. See my objection and my labor, my struggles, and put away all my sins. Now, the offertory antiphon. Look closely. What do you find? What are we going to sing in just a few moments? Oh, this offertory antiphon, taken from Psalm 118, of course, is perfectly suited to the mystery of the transfiguration. And the church would have us hear this offertory antiphon coming out of the mouths of Peter, James, and John. Now, how are we to interpret this offertory antiphon? Well, it's taken from Psalm 118. And as you know, Psalm 118 is the longest psalm of the Psalter. And it is a protracted litany in praise of the Torah. And the psalmist calls the Torah by every name possible. Thy statutes, thy ordinances, thy commandments, thy precepts, thy decrees, and so forth. And in verse after verse, he extols the beauty, the light, the wonder, the truth of the commandments of God. I've said to you before that of old, the rabbis used to say, the Torah is the way, the truth, and the life. And in fact, if you scrutinize Psalm 118 closely, you will see that way, truth, and life recur in the psalm in reference precisely to the law. 
to the Torah. And what does Jesus say? I am the way and the truth and the life. And in saying this, Jesus authorizes us to pray all of Psalm 118 from start to finish in praise of him. The whole psalm becomes a litany in praise of Jesus Christ, the Father's beloved Son, our way, our truth, our life. So you see, the Offertory Antiphon is given us today as the response of Peter, James, and John to the mystery of the Transfiguration. Contemplating the face of Jesus, transfigured, shining more brightly than the sun, what do Peter, James, and John say, or better yet, sing? They sing to the Father, having heard him say, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And they sing, I will meditate. The psalm makes us say on thy commandments. But our Lord Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the commandments, the laws, the precepts, the statutes, the ordinances. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the Word. And so the apostles Peter, James, and John sing, I will meditate on thy beloved Son, whom I have loved exceedingly. And now comes the verb you're waiting for. Et levabo manus meas. And I will lift up, again, the upward movement, and I will lift up my hands no longer to thy commandments, which I have loved, but I will lift up my hands to thy beloved Son, whom I have loved. It seems to me that we are to understand the offertory of the Mass in this way. What about the communion antiphon? The communion antiphon is taken from Psalm 5, which is, as you know, a morning psalm, a psalm to be prayed with the rising of the sun. It is, in fact, the psalm that we sing on Monday at Lodz in our monastic office. <clears throat> Understand my cry. Intelligee clamorem meum. I'm almost inclined to render that. Make sense of my clamor. Make sense of my clamor. Again, it's a cry from out of the depths of complete distress. Hearken to the voice of my prayer, O my King and my God. The communion antiphon is addressed to the transfigured Christ. Now, 
Note well the pedagogy of the liturgy. The communion antiphon is given us to be repeated over and over again during Holy Communion, giving each communicant the opportunity the possibility of addressing to our Lord Jesus Christ the words of the communion antiphon. O my King and my God, to thee will I pray, O Lord. There is no better prayer at the moment of Holy Communion today, today, on this Transfiguration Sunday, than this communion antiphon. Understand my cry, make sense of my clamor, hearken, O transfigured Jesus, to the voice of my prayer, O my King and my God, whom I see in all thy glory, for to thee will I pray, O Lord, O beloved Son of the Father. What, then, is the prayer of the Church and the prayer of Christians on this second Sunday of Lent, Transfiguration Sunday? It is a movement of ascent, a movement that engages not our feet climbing up the side of a mountain, but rather our hearts and minds a movement out of ourselves into the light that shines from the face of Christ. It is a movement that in a few moments will be summed up, expressed in the great cry from the altar, Sursum Corda, hearts on high, Sursum Corda, hearts on high. Respond to this, and you will have entered into the grace of this Transfiguration Sunday. And they, lifting up their eyes, saw no one but only Jesus, Solum Jesu. Lift up your hearts, and then lifting up your eyes, Gaze upon the sacred host and there see only Jesus, Solum Jesu. Lift up your heart and mind, lift up your eyes, and so will your heart be in truth where your treasure is. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.